Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the greatest sports journalist in the history of Erie, Pennsylvania, Mr. Mike Balco. My boy, my boy Michael Balco, writer, podcaster, sports enthusiast. He is the first guest that we have on the Black and Gold Hour podcast this year. He that just contributed, and he also has his own podcast, the Mike Belco Show. Uh, I want you all to uh, welcome Mr. Mike Belco. Today, to speak about the New Orleans Saints is Michael Belco from the Michael Belco Show. Host of the Michael Belco Show. Please welcome Michael Belco. What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Michael Balco Show. You guys already know the vibes. I'm your host, Mike Balco. Joining me today, a DB from Missouri Valley College and a 2022 NFL draft prospect, one of the most slept-on prospects in this year's draft class. Ladies and gentlemen, Zahir Williams, how we doing today, brother? How you doing, Mike? How you doing? Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My answer to that question is always blessed and highly favored because, you know, could be in a much worse situation than chopping it up on a good old podcast. You know, Indeed. first first and foremost, my boy, we got to talk about your hometown and what makes it so unique. Well, I'm from I'm from the Bronx, New York, coming from the South Bronx. Uh, what makes it unique is, you know, there's no other place like the Bronx. You know, it's like growing up in the Bronx is is, is really different. As far as everything going on there, it's like it's not really much, much positivity around you, especially from where I come from, you know. So any player or any person that, you know, do anything past high school, just even making it to college or have the opportunity to even play a sport from a young age is just a major blessing, man, because, you know, there's so many outside factors and distractions distractions that could you know steer you into the wrong direction man so it's just i'm from the bronx and i'm I'm grateful for it you know where i'm from is i'll never forget where i come from that's who made me that's what made me who i am today so yes sir always always shout out shout out to the bronx man shout Shout out out to the bronx they got some good talent out there for sure (laughs) (laughs) at what age did you fall in love with the sport of football what has football kind of done for you throughout your life and why do you love it so much what made you get that initial attraction to the sport of football? Uh, I would say I fell in love with football around the age of seven. Yeah, I would say seven years old. Um, the most important thing about football, you know, it saved my life. I didn't, like, I wasn't in, I was never involved in anything negative. But like I said just a little while ago, like, coming from where I come from, it's not much positivity around you. So me playing sports from a young age, you know, playing basketball, football, um, hockey, like my parents just always made sure I was involved in something outside of being in my neighborhood or, you know, coming home from school and then have the freedom to just go outside and do whatever. So they always made sure I was occupied with sports and something positive and always have some type of role models around me and guidance. So, you know, football really, you know, led me into a led me into a direction and path where, you know, I'm very grateful for and very blessed to be to be going on this path. But yeah, man, I love the game of football. 
So when you were when you were in your young days, my boy, was it always football or did you play other sports? What kind of attracted you to the sport of football? All right. So if you want me to be honest with you, I was a hooper. You know, everybody coming out of New York City <laughs> played basketball. Um, so it's really big uh, basketball state. So as I was younger, I started playing basketball, maybe four years old, all the way up until I was maybe 14. 13, maybe. Um, yeah, I was a hooper. I was playing basketball, but I had a lot of um, foul problems. I used to foul out of games. You know, I was just overly physical and aggressive. So um, there was one night, you know, well, before we start with this, all of my brothers, I have five brothers. All of my brothers have played football before me. They're older than me. So, you know, I always look up to all my brothers. Um but I was the hooper of the family. So I was just tired of getting fouled out of games or whatnot. So, you know, it was one night where it's like in the middle of the night. I kid you not, maybe 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, I just start banging on my parents' door in their room, and I'm like, sign me up for football. Sign me up for football. Like, I want to do it. This is what I want to do. So they wake up or whatever. They're pissed at me. Like, they're pissed. So – um, eventually, you know, my parents had enrolled me into football, signed me up with, um, some youth pop Warner teams. And then it started from there. Like, I just, I fell in love the first day I got to the, to the park. Like I just fell in love with it. That's dope. That's dope for sure. So tell us about your recruiting process out of high school. I know out there in the Bronx, man, there's a ton of talent to go around. Um, how did you create your exposure and tell us eventually how you ended up at Division One Bryant University as well. Yeah, well, a little bit about my recruiting coming out of high school. Um, I didn't really have many offers coming out of high school. You know, um, the high school that I played at, Cardinal Hayes High School, shout out to Cardinal Hayes. Um, they just made it to the championship. Hey, um, yeah. Um, you know, it's a really powerhouse school in New York City. Um, probably one, probably the best high school football programs in the state of New York. Um, so, you know, shout out to the guys that came before me. Um, because, like I said, New York wasn't really a, a huge football state. So, you know, the big power five schools and things like that wasn't coming to New York to recruit. So it was tough to, you know, find the diamonds in the rough that's coming from New York. So... I would say my senior class, 2016, class of 2016, has really, like, paved the way for the success at Cardinal Hayes High School now because now they're getting guys from – they're they getting recruits from all Power 5 schools. Like, it's, it's amazing. It's extremely incredible. Um, but as far as me, um, I came into high school at 97 pounds. So I was really, really small, like really small. So, you know, um, I just I came into high school just, you know, knowing a lot of guys that I was going to high school with only because of, you know, youth football and the opposing teams we would play is like I was growing um, a network. So I knew many of the players that I was going to be playing with and we just felt we, we just like bonded immediately like. You know, so we always push each other every day, every day, every day. And like I said, I was a small guy coming in early and that didn't that didn't change anything for me. You know, that didn't. So. Uh, 
yeah, leading up to my junior year, I didn't start my junior year of high school because I was behind a senior, which was all fine because I'm always ready to learn. I'm always the person that, you know, learn from someone that's has more experience than I do. My senior year, I was a starter, ended up being all state player, um, all conference, all region, everything. So it was like, you know, I had a ball just my um, my senior season, and it led me to receiving a full scholarship on um, full scholarship to Bryant University. I was a small D one AA school in Smithfield, Rhode Island. I also had, um, you know, plenty of um, what what is it um, like plenty of schools that was uh, damn like interested in me, you know, but it was just, like I said, I was really small. Um, my going even, in, even into my senior year, I was 160 pounds. If that, like going into my senior year, I was at a Rutgers camp and like the top 50 players of the camp get invited to like the stadium. And then they do like this big one-on-one seven on seven session. I got invited to that and everything. Um, there was a bunch of articles written about me, about like how I was, probably the best to be there. Um, they, they made articles about, like, the top five guys at each position. I was on the, the top five list for the defensive backs, but they had offered the other four DBs except for me. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. It's all right. But an article is stated that, you know, he's a really good player. He's just small. So that was just a challenge that I faced throughout my entire career just growing up. But luckily I got – um, a scholarship from Bryant University and shout out to um, Coach Joe Fine for, you know, believing in me and just giving me that opportunity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's that process right there. That's the side of it that people don't understand, man. It's just like, it, it's just not always just not going to get handed to you, bro. Like you got to work for that shit sometimes, you know, sometimes right. you just get hit with a label for no reason, bro. Like it's just dumb as hell. And like, Especially in like today's age, bro. I think I think recruiters are starting to overlook size a little bit more. But like you said, like like a, a while ago, that wasn't the case. Like as soon as like four or five years ago, that really wasn't the case. Like exactly. not until like literally like the past couple years. Like it's insane. But you know, you were a two year starter at Bryant, so everything paid out, panned out for you, my boy. So you know, you were there a couple years, started um, before transferred over to Missouri Valley. What factored into that decision, and was it a difficult decision? Well, I can definitely start off by saying it was um, it was definitely difficult difficult times for me from that transition. Um, what led me to transfer out of Bryant University was um, I was released from, from Bryant University. Um, I was a victim of racial discrimination. Uh, they tried to say – so there was a – like an altercation that happened on campus and they tried to put me at fault for it. When in fact I was just self-defending myself. They tried to say that I broke into someone's room and, and, and beat them down and all this bad nonsense that they just tried to draw this image of me that everyone on campus know that was not me. And, you know, we had um, all the video surveillance shows everything the students that the other students that were involved, they admitted to to doing what they did and attacking me. So I was still left out of school after these kids 
had admitted to attacking me and you know, it was just crazy. It was just crazy. These students were, were non-athletes, so they were paying the full bill at a very expensive university. And I just feel like, you know, like the school would just, you know, me being a minority, you know, and, and not paying any tuition, it wasn't no thing to get rid of me instead of those guys that are paying full bill, you know. But it was a yeah. tough situation, um, you know, like, I'm a true believer of everything happens for a reason. So, you know, like, I'm I'm blessed that that happened because who knows? Without that situation, I wouldn't be where I am today, you know? Or who knows the situation, how it could have been. So, you know, I don't really dwell on that situation. Like I said, I know the truth. The The school knows the truth, and they still made the decision that they, they went with, which is unfortunate. Um. But, yeah, that's what led me to have to enter the transfer portal. And immediately entering the transfer portal, the first school that contacted me was Syracuse University. Um, after that, you know, like, my email and Twitter was just blowing up with, like, all these, power, like, big schools, F FBS schools. And then he asked me, why am I in the transfer portal? I got to let them know. I got to let them know. I'm, I'm, I'm released from Bryan University because this is situation had occurred um i know that i didn't do it or whatever i'm telling them i'm innocent like you know um but they wouldn't take a they wouldn't take a chance on me because there was legal issues involved so they just it's a big risk you know they didn't know what would happen i knew what the outcome would be they didn't so um i didn't have any opportunities no scholarship offers and i didn't have the money to pay for school so i decided to take a break from school because I didn't know what else I would do or what the next step in life would be for me. So I had just went home for for a year and then I just got into to modeling. I started working. I started acting. And luckily, all those things were, were doing well for me. And I was still lost and hurt because, you know, football was what I thought was all that I had and all that I knew, you know, like just playing it from a very young age. I didn't know anything else. I didn't know, I didn't really plan on figuring out what my next step after football would be just yet at that at that time. So, you know, it was just really tough for me and challenging. And throughout that time, you know, I learned so much about myself and just really connected, got closer with myself and spirit and just, you know, realized that I'm I'm much more than football. You know, like I bring much more to the table than just me performing well on the field. Like I know I can do anything in this world. So that's what led me to uh, Missouri Valley College. Um, while I was working, taking that year off of school, um, a coach from Missouri Valley College had contacted me via Twitter and asked me, um, like, am I still looking for a school to play, to play at or whatever? And I said, yes, absolutely. Um, he told me to be there. Um, like two days or three days later, something like that. I said, look, I'm there. No, I'm, it's, this is just another opportunity that I'm grateful for, you know? So I just took it immediately, no visit, no nothing. I just, I'm on my way. And that's exactly what happened, you know? I came here ineligible um, because of what had happened at Bryan University. So I had to sit out a full year. Um, and during that, that um, ineligible season, you know, I was just showing up every day, busting my tail off because 
I wasn't training for football while I was while that year I took off of school. I was focused on the next step or phase of my life. So I didn't think there would be any more football after that. So that whole year, I'm just working my tail off, you know, just motivating the guys. And I, I became I became one of the leaders on the team. And I'm just very grateful for that. And thank you to Coach Straw for giving me this opportunity to play here at Missouri Valley College. That's awesome, man. That's a crazy story. I didn't I didn't know all of that information. That's wild. But man, that just makes the story that much sweeter, my boy. But also, real quick, <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but your boy actually received an offer to play at Missouri Valley back when I played soccer my senior year of high school. <laughs> oh, that's take- dope. I know it's crazy. It's a small world. It's a Shout small out. world. Wow, <laughs> man. Their soccer program is crazy. They just won the <laughs> national championship last season. Uh they just lost in the in the semi semis or the quarterfinals just last week, man. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Small world. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I played one year my senior year. I played football up until then. My th- first three years of high school, I played football. And then my uh my last year I played soccer because I wanted to win a little chip with the boys real quick. Won the chip yeah, and it hit me with the offer, but I didn't take it. It's all good though, <laughs> but it's okay, just crazy. Life goes on, man. Like you said, man, blessed and highly favored. Facts, facts, facts. All right. So, what is the biggest adjustment from high school to college football? The biggest adjustment from co- from high school to college football, I would say, is the speed the speed of the game. That's one. Um, as well as um, absorbing knowledge, the ability to absorb knowledge at a very fast pace. Um, you know, in high school, yes, yeah, I don't know about every high school, but I know for my high school, we watch film, we have film sessions with our coach um, and things like that. But going into college, you know, you're going to have to know how to manage um, your schoolwork as far as meetings early morning lifts, conditioning, practice, and still figure out a way to, you know, stay on track with your, with your, with your books. So um, time management is very important um, throughout that transition. You know, um, it's very difficult. It can be overwhelming at times, you know, but you just got to think like, this is what I'm here for. You know, you got to look at it as a job, you know, like I'm a student athlete. So, you know, student part come first, like you're going to, you're going to get to your practice, you know, you better make sure you wake up for your lift, like, but just make sure you stay in the books because in college, man, it's easy to get distracted. You know, there's no one that's over your shoulder or, you know, when you're in high school, if you're in the building, you in the building, you know, like you go to class or whatever. But in college, you know, you wake up in your dorm room with no mommy, no daddy, just your, your dorm room. You might have roommate, you know. Like, so it's up to you to, you know, take the initiative and get up, go to class and make sure you handle all your responsibilities and, and things like that, you know. But like I said, if you have a mindset like me, you know, and you just show up like every day, like it's a job, you'll get it done. Anything is possible. Big facts, big facts. So since you joined Missouri Valley, you've continued to just dominate in that secondary, my boy. Uh, you know, you recently declared for that 2022 NFL draft coming up very, very soon, <laughs> which is super exciting. Um, kind of just explain how exciting is that, man? And, and what are you hoping to bring to an NFL roster? Um, well, 
what I bring to NFL roster in the NFL roster is just um a very confident player that just come with swag, you know, and like like that that feel good, play good thing. Like that's that's real. That's like I, I I'm true to that because you know, like I said, man, I was given another opportunity like just randomly, and I'm just very grateful for that. So you know, like I said, I showed up every day and worked my tail off, man, because it's like. It's now or never, you know. But what I bring to him, an NFL roster, you're going to get a lockdown corner out of me that loves to play man, can do really well in zone coverage. Um, like I said, man, I'm a player that, I'm a player that, you know, if you put a man in front of me, it's either, the, it's either him or it's me. And I like me 10 out of 10 times every time. You know, I'm very smart have very high IQ of the of the game and play at a fast pace. So that's, that's just something the NFL team would get out of me. Yes, sir. So I cut the tape myself for all y'all listening. I cut the tape myself. And uh, I'm telling you, my boy, he's playing. He's playing out here, man. And he's playing at a high level. He's just dominating these these dudes out here. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the film I watched, man, it looked a lot like – you had like a Derwin James, like a Buddha Baker type of energy out there. Who are you watching film on that plays in the league right now that you just kind of take bits and pieces from and putting into your play style? Jalen Ramsey. Yes, sir. The the goat. You got to go with the goat. He's arguably the best corner defensive back in the, in the in the league right now. You know, he doesn't only play corner. He plays in the nickel sometimes. You know, he can he can do it all. He can play all over the field. He has that ability. And I just feel like I'm very, very like him. You know, I can play all over the field. I can lock down guys on the outside from the inside. I can play over the top, come down, make tackles. Like, but Jalen Ramsey for sure, man, because, you know, like I said, he just plays with that swag. And you come with that swag, you got to have, you got to have, if you, if you have swag, swag comes with confidence. Agree. Dress, dress to impress. Just to impress, you know, just just play with super super confidence. So at that position, at the defensive back position, you gotta have confidence at all times because it's like you gotta know. Even if you give up a play or whatever, you gotta know. Like, all right, well, I know I'm better than this guy. I know this guy can't do this again. Like, you probably just got lucky, you know. But Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> you letting them know about it? You letting them know? You letting those receivers know? I don't really do too much talking on the field. I just let my play just my I let my play speak for itself. Fair enough. I speak to myself actually on the field. Like I just talk to myself I'm like ah, like I just be into it. But Jalen Ramsey for sure, man. I study him um, as far as how he opens his his hips, how he get in and out of breaks. You know his press techniques and, and things like that. Like I definitely um, admire and. Look up to Jalen Ramsey for sure. That's a good person to look up to. Maybe he'll be playing alongside him, bro. Who knows? Them Rams need another corner. Come on now. Let's make God it happen. <laughs> Facts. Do you prefer man or zone coverage and why? Man. Man coverage. Why? Uh, Because, man, it's, it's me or the guy in front of me. It's just, you know, it's forget about everyone else right now. You know, I'm just locked in on the dude in front of me. And if that's, I the, could, that's the hoop inside of you, bro. That's yeah. the, let me just get him one on one in space. Maybe, maybe it is, but um, <laughs> you know, if I could eliminate an entire receiver, a whole receiver out of the 
offensive game plan, then that only helps my defense. The the D line can get more pressure. The the other guys can you know have more time to cover. So I prefer man out of zone. Even though I I do really well in zone, catch a lot of interceptions in zone. Um, but yeah, man coverage for sure, man. I love I love playing man technique. I can press. I can play off man. Um, I can you know bell i can even press bell and, and still play man coverage and just you know still be comfortable with it i definitely love to switch it up so never give the same look and and what i'm doing or the coverage that i'm showing all right now we're about to shout out the homies who's the best player he's ever played with and against oh the best player i've ever played with i would say oh best player oh that's tough i played with some dogs Oh, got to shout I'll, some names out. Go I ahead. I would say, all right, Gene Constant. I played with Gene Constant. Um, he's uh, currently playing in the European League. Um, also, um, Thomas Costigan. He's in the CFL right now. Though, like, those are both my teammates down at Bryant University. Complete dogs. Um, best player I played against, I would say Nahari Crawford from wide receiver from Duquesne University. Uh Man, that dude's fast. That dude's fast for sure. Um, yeah, that's the best players I played with and against. There it is. There it is. We heard it. <laughs> Who we bumping to pregame? Who's on the pregame playlist? Oh, my homie back home. Um, his name is is Six Hundred Band Up. Um, I just listened to his music. Him and Skino DG just bumping, just bumping, just bumping. You know, it just. That that music just gets me in my zone and just locked in, ready to go. Also, listening to a lot of Meek and Lil Baby, a all lot right. of Meek and Lil Baby. All right, all right. All shout right. out, shout out, six hundred and you know, DG. <laughs> Big shout out, y'all. Share this uh, podcast so your boy can get the clicks. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Real though. <laughs> all right, all right. We need to hear it. It's the first time I've ever asked this question on the pod. Funniest on field moment. Oh my gosh. Funniest on field moment. This is kind of embarrassing. Um, so we was that that happened this year actually at Moval, Missouri Valley. Um, it was like third down, maybe yeah, it was third down, and you know, I was in man coverage, I'm playing off, so I'm just backpedaling. I completely like locked my man up. He wasn't even like no chance he was getting the ball thrown at him. So the quarterback is just rolling to the other side and he gets sacked. But before he gets sacked, I'm still, like, locked in on my man, you know, just eyes on the hip. And I just happen to just just fall. Like, I just <laughs> fell out of nowhere. I just get up like, what the hell just happened? Damn, we like, need this film. I, I, I'll send it to you for sure. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'm dead. Damn, bro. So you didn't trip or not? You just straight up just I just fell. It. I just fell. I didn't trip. I didn't do anything wrong. Like, Damn, so your ghost locked his ass up still, too. Yeah, I think it was. A, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah was this wasn't like mid play. Like, like even if, if the quarterback seen it, like, you know, it was already too late, you know. Hey, that's what happens. Like 30 yards down the field, 20 yards down the field. QB couldn't have gotten it there anyway. It's all yeah. good. He's toast. It's all good. All right, Zaire. One last question for you, my boy. Any advice for the young athletes out there? What kind of knowledge can you pass along to those guys? Yes, 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 yes. Social media, man. Social media is a big, big distraction that forces you to think. 
you know, whatever you post on social media, man, make sure it's something positive. And, and you know, you never know who's looking at your page, what, what college recruits or coaches are, you know, going to be on your page to figure out what type of person you are before they offer you a scholarship or even after you get to college level, you know, possibly hopefully make it to the NFL. Those guys are just breaking down your social media. So it's like social media, man, make sure you're staying positive on social media and don't want to post anything that you'll regret later on. Um, another thing for the young guys, man, just work, man, just work. Even if, you know, you're not a starter right now where you at, it's fine. You know, I wasn't I wasn't a four-year starter in high school. It's okay. You know, just, just make sure you show up every day with the same attitude and just grind, just grind, because your time will come, man. Your time will definitely come. Like, everything happens for a reason. Just just stick it out and just push, man. Never give up on your dreams. Yeah, I got this. Facts. Zahir, thank you so much for hopping on the show today, my boy. Uh, where can we follow you at on social media? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, ZWilliams underscore eight. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, eight ball is spelled E-I, the number eight, H-T-B-A-L-L underscore. So it's eight ball underscore. Um, and I don't really be on Facebook like that, but you can have me on Facebook, Zaria Williams. But Yes, sir. Hey, man, I'm super hyped for your journey, man. I appreciate you reaching out and all that good stuff, my boy. Um, I can't wait to see where you end up and, and what and what God has planned for you, my boy, because it got nothing but good for you. You've overcome a ton of adversity already, my boy, and it's going to be exciting to see that story, that next chapter kind of unfold for you, my boy. So I'm excited for you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for, thanks for bringing me on the show, man. It was good speaking with you. Yes, sir. The Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donato's.com for more information.